0: Oh, hey there, friends. Welcome back. Must be Monday night, and you know what that means. It's time for the Toronto Beer Podcast with me, your host, Chris Schreier. right now on instagram or youtube and there are a couple of you already very nice to see you all uh you did not just get the first notable thing that's different this is now season eight guys new season of the pod took two weeks off there talk about that in a minute but you just missed our delightful new theme music typically this has gone out with a uh, series of the sounds of opening bottles and cans that i recorded quite some time ago um That has been replaced. Very pleased to be uh, supporting the Curry Brothers uh, band out of Gravenhurst, Ontario, home to, well, the Curry Brothers, for one thing, as well as Sawdust City, of course, and a number of other noteworthy attractions. Very very much worth the drive to Muskoka, if you ask me. Uh, That song is called Link. Oh, wait, I've gotten the, the, the name all wrong in my head. It is called Link Ray Gun, That track. Love it. I love a bit of surf rock. I heard that song and I thought, that song, that's me. And uh, reached out and asked and they very generously agreed to let me uh, use it as my theme. So why don't you go ahead, check out Curry Brothers on Bandcamp. That's C-U-R-R-I-E, not Y. Uh, Curry Brothers, and uh, the album is called uh, We Are the Curry Brothers, so easy to find. Check it out, download it, Uh, it's, uh, you know, you know how Bandcamp works, it's, uh, there's a fee, but you can pay what you can, and if you think it's worth more, and I do think it is, go right on ahead and throw some money their way, and if you find yourself in Gravenhurst, check out uh, uh, the I'm not exactly sure the exact name. I really should have done more research on this. Uh, Curry's, uh, recording studio, I think, uh, and also antiques, including a lot of really sweet, uh, uh old hi-fi recording equipment, ribbon mics and reverb units and all sorts of really geeky audiophile stuff. If that, uh, that floats your boat that said let's drink some beer I'm drinking a beer right now this is a, uh, a Svetli from uh, Godspeed yeah just working on that through dinner mmm You can taste the decoction. Uh, But tonight we are going to get into this delicious delight. Look at all these people. Hello, one and all. Glad to have you with us. Uh, This is Reticent Fox from the good people up at Second Wedge Brewery in Uxbridge, Ontario. This is an orange peel ale gotta be honest with you can't remember the last time i had a pale ale a pale ale i don't know why i leaned into that vowel so unusually a pale ale uh with orange peel in it but it is a great combination i've not read this label but i do know that it does say orange peel pale ale on the front so that's what we're going with i'm gonna crack it open right now we're gonna we're gonna get in there Oh, yeah. Oh, that's the stuff. Oh, yeah. We got a whole crew tonight. This is great. Uh, Let's see what we get here when we pour this. Now, this was brought to me by my dear friend, uh, uh, Jay Lake. No, that's too obvious. Let's go with Josh L., a resident of Uxbridge. In fact, uh, Second Wedge, his local brewery. So frequently brings me tasty treats from uh, Second Wedge. Introduced me to their hot sauce. It Started off that whole brewery hot sauce thing I've gotten into these days. Uh, so this one's for you, Josh. Oh, Kevin says nice stash. Did you see me just slightly stroking it? I am pleased with the curliness of this mustache, but unfortunately, I think it all might be coming off maybe even this week. Uh, this is the winter beard, and this was a purely functional beard. It was a uh, it's for thermal value. And we're going to be right in and around zero and a little higher most of this week. So I don't really need the thermal impact anymore. And uh, it's always hard to say goodbye to the old friend, but uh, we've had a good run. Recorded a couple of podcasts. I'll get some photos. The curls are what get me. I just love I love curling my mustache. I don't know why. should have been born in 19th century Bavaria could have drank beer and farmed and worn letterhosen It'd been great anyway back to the reticent fox uh, orange peel ale as said from second wedge up in uxbridge beautiful place by the way both the town uxbridge and also the brewery second wedge uh, worth checking out both if you're gonna check out one definitely check out the other just going to put that out there right now and uh, maybe knock on doors until you find my buddy uh, Jay Lake and see if he wants to show you around the town. Uh, what do we got here? This is very full with a very, if you can see in the, I i, I can't even recall. Did I pour that effectively for the video? Not sure. It has a very uh, generous white head on it. Yeah, I am drinking it out of a tenant's glass. My friend Ruth gave me this. I love this glass. It's from Northern Ireland. It's covered in all sorts of Belfastian sayings. Uh, let's give a sniff. It's actually... Between the head and the fact that I filled this glass very high, I'm having trouble getting a good sniff at it without sticking my schnauzer right in the old uh, foam. Yeah, so definitely orange peel. And uh, maybe a bit of... Uh, what's the hop there? What are we getting? It's kind of hard. I want to say citrusy, but obviously there's orange peel in it, so... Who knows? There's a bit of an earthy quality to it. Not nailing a lot of malt on my nose right now, but like I say, there's a ton of head there. Let's take a sip and see where we end up. I'm going to end up with head in my mustache, so that's where I'm going. Come for the ride. That's interesting. Oh, that's quite nice. Hang on. Need another sip. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's great. You want to know why that's great? Because there is orange peel. But golly, it's gentle. It's not sticky, oily, citrusy orange peel. It's there's a um, there's a definite orange peel essential oily kind of dryness on the finish. But the beer itself. Oh, yeah, it's it's just a nice I'm going to go with cascade pale ale. Just a nice cascade pale ale with just it. They've just taken the orange peel and added it just to turn up that citrus. Just a bit, not a lot, just a bit. Um, definitely it's orange peel. Uh, Like, you can get that sort of a taste out of a hop, but it's tough. This has clearly got some orange peel in it. Um, and, but in a very, again, gentle or, uh, restrained way. It can be very easy when you work with citrus peel to end up with, like, way too much citrus in the beer. And this does not have that. Trying to nail the malts. I'm not getting any crystal off of it. Um, we'll, uh I'll have another sip and let you know. Mmm. So creamy. Oh, speaking of which, in my mustache. So, so undignified. Um, uh, maybe a touch of crystal in there? Maybe. There is a malty sweetness and it's... When you go looking for it, it could be a little crystalline. i I'm not sure. Um, and that's fine. I used to be anti-crystal in pale ales, because we kind of beat that horse to death. And then um, we used a defibrillator and shocked it back into life, and then beat it to death again. Uh, so that was a little extreme. But this is really nice. Yeah. Uh, main thing, like I say, uh, Earthy, I'm going with Cascade. I'll read the can in a second, but I'm just guessing Cascade. Uh, Hops, could be Ontario Cascade. You get a little, I find there a little, there's a difference to, uh, <laughs> thanks, Mayor. Mary's pointing out, uh, Mary Beth's pointing out that I, uh, uh I, my mustache is looking great. <laughs> so many people are going to be so disappointed when I shave this off. Um... was I saying cascade I think it's cascade could be Ontario Ontario cascade slightly different than Northern California cascade um I find it a little less leafy and the earthy quality is a little bit more like damp forest floor earthy but that's just me um what else were we saying about this maybe a touch of crystal or it might there might just be you know what the body's really creamy i'm wondering if they've used like cara or something in it marybeth's mm-hmm. pointing out crystal malt and pale ales and westies is très important i agree um I-, I can't actually remember when you jumped in uh marybeth was saying the problem was we we really beat that horse to death reinvigorated it beat it to death again um but yeah I think the more important thing is is the responsible use of crystal malt in any hop-driven, uh, especially alpha-acid hop-driven uh, beer, less so with the the New, uh, new England style. Um, you don't actually want so much crystal in there because you don't get a lot of alpha. You don't get a lot of bitterness. You get a lot of ar- aroma. But when you have perceived bitterness, you need something to set it off, um, and crystal's easy-peasy. Honey malt works too. Just you have to be careful that it doesn't you don't want that to be the dominant flavor and i i'm not telling you this mary beth i know you know this way better than me um but uh for the the kids listening at home thinking about making themselves a beer crystal uh crystallized malts important in brewing um just be responsible with them that's all we ask uh yeah and then yeah as i was saying getting very sidetracked can you tell it's been a while since i've done this uh yeah, the orange peel edition, really nice. Orange, oily, citrusy peel, um, but not super aggressive, not sticky, not squeaky on my teeth. It's just, it's, it's almost perfumey, is what it's like. Hmm. Yeah, almost a little floral that you get off of it. It's a real nice beer. That works really well. Reticent Fox. Um, yeah, definitely not in hazies. I agree, Marybeth reticent fox uh second wedge orange peel ale interesting because now i mean it says right there on the can orange peel ale it's not juicy orange which i like i mean i like juicy orange sometimes in beer too but that's not what they're going for here this is a pale ale that they've just brightened a little with some orange peel and i think it works really well now i've coincidentally set down the can in such a way that i can read the label i'm going to pick it up and be like my father kind of <clears throat> hold it away from my head a little uh what do we have here this is actually pretty easy to read not gonna lie uh this is a this orange peel ale has a subtle orange zest aroma agree 100 percent with bright tangerine notes oh from mandarina bavaria hops so some of that citrus is indeed coming from the hops Uh, and the citrusy, slightly woodsy character of Centennial. Centennial and Cascade. Come on, guys. Cascade's just Centennial. No, Centennial's just Cascade turned up to 11. So I was on the right track, I think. I realize they're slightly different. Lay off. It's been a while. Uh, it's our nod to the fleeting joys of nature. Like a reticent fox. A fox is a very good, um... Example of the fleeting... What did they say? Joy of nature. Foxes... Fleeting. Mm -mm Mm-mm-mm. It's interesting now knowing that there's some mandarina in there. That is a hop that can throw some juice appeal into the beer. Now, I don't know if it's because of the orange peel and the casc... No, Centennial, we said if there's enough alpha to bitter it up that you lose some of that orange juice quality tangerine as they say i'd buy that um or if uh if it's just they they used it in in moderation and it just gave some orangey quality um but yeah this is not like a super jacked orange tasting pale ale um it's there but it's again it's 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 in balance it's nice i like this this is really good I, uh, I didn't intentionally leave it in my fridge and not drink it since the last time Josh came down, which was a couple weeks ago, but here it is, and now we're doing it. And that's often how things work here on the Toronto Beer Podcast with me, your host, Chris Schreier. This is really tasty. What are we going to eat with this? Hmm, it's orangey, it's bitter, it's not massive, uh when we talk hoppy beers you know where we go we go hot sauce we're not gonna go there with this this isn't it probably isn't quite aggressively hopped enough to really uh, uh, really set off against something spicy there is a, uh, a an astringent hop and citrus peely kind of bitterness to it though but it's not massive mm. what are we gonna eat while we consume this, it is orangey. Mm. Yeah, you could do well with uh, you could do well with a bit of a bit of a roasted fish of some sort in the old oven there. Probably not a cedar planked fish, but like a mahi mahi. I haven't talked about mahi mahi in a while. I do enjoy mahi mahi. Hard to get up here in Toronto. Anyone knows a good source of mahi mahi in Toronto? I, hmm, no. I was going to say, ideally fresh, not frozen. Let's be honest. I'm not getting a fresh mahi-mahi in Toronto. What am I thinking? We're like a two-day overland journey from the sea. They don't swim in the lake. So we're not going to do that. But I do like mahi-mahi. Yeah, you could do something nice, something sort of tropically with that. That would work really well. Uh, in terms of cheese, that orange thing... You don't want to get into funky things with that. I think I think they would just be in conflict. Um, something middling, you know, um, one of the younger beamsters or something like that. Not massively funky. Can have a bit of a pop to it, but doesn't have to be crazy. Um, Yeah, and if you don't eat any of that, well, good luck to you. It's got oranges in it. What do you like to eat with oranges? You can have chocolate with this, actually. You can have a really, like an 85% cocoa with this. It'd probably work really well because they're both, again, the beer's not very bitter, but it's a bitter beer. Uh, A bitter cocoa, you get the bitterness working together, but then, of course, orange chocolate. That's pretty good. That could be an interesting combination. I'm just thinking I'm like do we have any 85% cocoa I think we have like crystallized ginger chocolate right now in the cupboard not exactly what I'm looking for though that could work too crystallized ginger with this could be very nice yeah crystallized ginger of course is a little soapy Um, got a real medicinal kind of quality to it as well as being sweet which with the malts in that beer and that again sort of oily essential oily uh, citrus peely uh, quality that could be a very interesting thing that's not like you're eating it as a meal but just if you want to have something with this beer to try and elevate it a little that could work really well I'd be into that I should be into that if I'd been thinking I would be into that but I'm not Mm-mm-mm. that beer reticent fox orange peel pale ale from second wedge very very good not sure if it's available right now there is one easy way to check that we can just uh, open up a tab go second wedge brewing and look at the beer menu and sorry my internet's running a little slow right now it's almost as if i'm like uh you know, streaming something live. Oh, they have the Love is Brutiful Brut IPA. Oh, that's real good. Witches Hat Black IPA, also very good. Lift Ticket Pale Ale, very good. Spice Factory Winter Warmer, which is what the hot sauce is made with, very good. And yes, Reticent Fox Orange Peel Ale, available right now at the brewery. 5% ABV, 26 IBU. Here it says, The Reticent Fox lives in the woods near our brewery and travels up the brook each evening to visit the beer garden soon after our last customers leave that does sound like a fox if you ask me this orange peel pale ale named in its honor has a subtle orange zest aroma once again i agree subtle with bright tangerine notes from mandarina bavaria hops and the citrusy slightly woodsy character of centennial well we've talked about that and i agree mm. available right now at second wedge so is three rocks ipa Monday Night Piper Scottish Style Ale. Never had that one. Elgin Blonde, I've had that. I've had every one of these beers except for the Scottish Ale. Hmm, Good for me. Good for them. As I said, a trip to Uxbridge is never complete without a visit to the Second Wedge. And a visit to the Second Wedge is never complete without a trip to Uxbridge? Hmm. That didn't quite work the way I wanted it to when I thought about it i'm lying to you i didn't think about that i just said it Uh, but that is the deal that is what we're having i suggest you go check it out especially march break is coming up you know what kids like when they're on holiday going to a brewery and sitting and watching you enjoy beer putting that out there right now Uh, (laughs) second wedge has a very nice patio space which i think is actually even open right now they do encourage you to dress warmly don't forget uxbridge deceptively farther north than you expect it to be at least in terms of weather josh my uh my dear friend who brought me this beer always laughs because i say well it's north of the 401 so it's pretty far north apparently it's significantly farther north of the 401 but i don't know once i pass that highway i'm in the country and i don't know where i'm going um pick some of that up. I think Second Wedge is doing delivery. I'm not sure. I just closed the tab. I'm not going to look. Check them out uh, online. I'm sure they'll answer all of your questions, but this is a tasty beer, and I would encourage you to try some out. What, what, what have we got going on? I got a couple of things going on. I got one thing I'm real excited about, and I am holding it right here in my hands. If you are watching the video, you can read that. It says spent grains yes the zine the uh, that difficult fourth issue is out now it was a hard one to get out guys i normally would have aimed to have done it two weeks ago but we went away that weekend and then life has been pretty busy in between the weekends and then last weekend i had my covid booster And I felt real sick and was not a happy camper, so didn't do any work on it last weekend. And then through the week, it's tough because I've got work and also a general sense of listlessness because there's a world war brewing and there's not a lot I can do about that. So uh, anyway, all that to say, this was meant to be the February issue. It turned out to be the March issue sometimes we miss an issue the beauty of having no sponsors and no responsibilities is it doesn't matter when i put it out it comes out when it comes out and it is out this by the way was the first production copy i happen to have the print galleys over here this is what it looks like before um this is how crazy this process is i don't know if you can see this in the video if you're listening to the podcast these are pieces of paper where i've taken printed pieces of paper and cut them out and then pasted them on it's all about the aesthetic that's what's all about the aesthetic uh anyway it is out now if you go to at spent grains zine that is s-p-e-n-t-g-r-a-i-n-s-z-i-n-e all one word on instagram there is a link tree in the bio You can not only download this month's edition, but previous ones as well. Uh, As always, available in uh, a web version if you want to check it out on your device of choice. That could be your phone, your tablet, your desktop, wherever you like to read a PDF. But if you want a copy like mine, you will notice mine is indeed a booklet mm, with pages. And they turn sequentially. Oh, yeah, I'm a pro. Uh, If you want it like that, you want the print copy. Not much to look at on a screen, but if you print it double-sided on a printer, flip it on the short edge, uh, and then fold each page and assemble it yourself. Uh, A, you have that uh, sense of accomplishment of having made a thing, which is nice. Uh, And also, B, then you have a physical copy. If you are a brewery or a bar or some other purveyor of alcohol, and you want to print these out, they do have a price on the front, $1, and it asks, hey, if you want to keep this copy, go ahead, but drop a dollar off at the bar just to cover some of the printing costs. It is made with toner conservation in uh, consideration, so it doesn't take up too much toner, and it's only three pages, so not bad. Uh, I'm very happy about that. I'm always happy about that to get that one out. And I'm excited about this one. Interview Sam from Sawdust in it. Review Dab, my beloved. Uh, Beer dog of the month. That cute pup right there, if you're watching the video, that's Egg. Yeah, dog's name is Egg. It's great. Beer dog. Uh, And yeah, check it out. It's really nice. Mm -mm -mm. If you read it, you will read. There are some things happening. Uh, some events I want to mention, I want to throw to uh, really briefly one of them. I'm just going to open it up to page uh, uh, five. Page five. Uh, you know that I know that we all know that Ren uh, Beer Diversity, wonderful, wonderful person. Uh, Ren is uh, offering a um, uh, what, what's the word here? Uh, Blended learning experience, a course called Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion 101. Uh, This is an online uh, course. It's a mix of in person, uh, uh, what do we, live online group work and on demand videos. So the on demand you can watch when you watch, how you watch. The uh, group parts, that's scheduled and you you do it as a group. Um, But it is a uh, a course uh, to uh, help individuals and businesses become more authentically, uh, welcoming, uh, very important. Uh, you know, the last episode we did was all about what Aaron's been up to and Lord knows if you're paying attention, we could all use some help with the inclusion, uh, uh, scene. So, uh, you can check it out. The good news. It's a thing. The bad news is it's fully booked. The good news is if you harass Ren, she'll put you on a wait list. And then, uh, when the next one happens, you'll be, front of the queue so that's pretty good uh so check that out uh especially if you're a brewery or a bar etc um you will do nothing but good by taking this course and participating in it what else is going on well i got two events let's be honest if you know you're what you know there's actually three events this day uh march 19th that is not this saturday coming up it is the following saturday uh march the 19th a lot of stuff happening um, little beasts uh, the aforementioned aaron's uh, brewery uh they're releasing their beer whip beer which was made in collaboration with my friend friend of the pod and uh afternoon drive guy on q107 here in toronto fred kennedy fearless fred kennedy as the the name would have you believe they uh they they collabed on this beer it's based on the dole whip uh, uh frozen confection that you can get at disney which is a pineapple slushy basically but you can get it with alcohol not bad uh they made this beer it's uh what do they say it's got uh it's a big pineapple bomb with a little acidic bite and a nice vanilla nudge actually that was my words um very crushable and they're doing the release party on the 19th at little beasts in whitby at uh two uh, 2075 2075 forbes road unit b uh the beauty not only are they releasing it but it is a fundraising event for humanitarian efforts in ukraine i don't think i need to tell you why that's a good thing uh suffice to say they are uh raising money uh for a humanitarian group there so go right on ahead check that out i invite people in uh the issue of spent grains to wear your most geeky bimon sci-fi con-esque t-shirt and uh, ask to have a selfie taken with aaron and fred who are both self-professed geeks uh also that day roundhouse park steam whistle uh (laughs) steam Bow whistle what are we calling them these days it's steam whistle they bought bows um they merged with bows pardon me uh they're having their roundhouse craft beer festival this was supposed to take place in like january and then february and then anyway it's taking place now uh so that's great uh it's outside we like that with a festival especially with covid open air Better safe than sorry. Tickets are available right now. $40 at the door. I think there's a pre-purchase price, but it might still be $40. I'm not sure. I haven't looked. Uh, And then you have to buy tickets uh, to buy the beer. Not bad. There are food trucks. There will be people in uh, 1990s vintage ski onesies. Uh, There will be all manner of fun and entertainment to be had. It is going to be a great day. Their festivals are always... Real good. So definitely worth, especially if you've been holed up all winter and you just want to get outside, put on some comfy shoes, get some good gloves that you don't mind spilling a bit of beer on, head on down to Roundhouse Park. As I note uh, in Spent Grains, of course, uh, you are just a hop, skip and a jump from Union Station. So you could go to the Roundhouse Craft Beer Festival, jump on a go train, go to the beer whip release party in Whitby and really, really make a day of it will i be at either of those events as much as i would like to be at both and do exactly what i just said which is go to roundhouse park take the go train to whitby go to that and then come home i will not be because march the 19th also happens to be Super Saturday in the Guinness Six Nations of Rugby. This is the day when all six teams play. They always only play each other, but all three games are on Saturday. It's like 9-15, 11-45, 3-15 games. Uh, It is a long day of amazing rugby, more day drinking than most people should do. Uh, And at the end of the day, well, there might be a grand slam winner in uh, the likes of France unless my beloved Wales can dispatch them this Friday but we'll wait and see how that goes I will be there I'm going to be watching it down at Balmy Beach Club I mention this all the time if you are interested in watching some live rugby come on down to the club we are in the east end in the beach in Toronto at uh, Queen and Beach well actually uh the lake and beach where the actual address of the club is 360 lakeshore uh or uh, lakefront pardon me uh it doesn't have a street address the address is on the lake uh that's how close we are to the water uh but it is at the foot of beach avenue in in the beach uh twenty dollars at the door all of that money goes to support our junior rugby program which i am a part of and very thankful uh, for anybody who does that all three games 20 bucks bars open at 9 a.m and yes i did just say 9 a.m there is full breakfasts available the kitchen is open uh, you can get your lunch you can get your dinner if you stay long enough you could have all three meals watch three amazing games of rugby get very responsibly drunk and just have a fantastic day that's where I'm going to be. That's what I'm going to be doing on the 19th. But I would encourage you to check out uh, any or all of those events. If you are around and available, let me have another sip of this beer. I've been talking a lot for the past few minutes. Hmm. Look, my darling mm-hmm. wife just joined us. I'm about to sign off. Erica helped out with this, uh, edition of spent grains. And I think she, I think she, uh, she passed the interview. I think, uh, I think she's on the editorial team now. We've been talking about cutting some stuff out of some magazines together. Be fun. Really doll up the next issue, so. So that's where we're at. I am going to shut things down again. Glad to be back. A little rusty. Took that extra week off. Never really talked about why. Well, same reasons why I had trouble getting the zine out. I just needed an extra week off. It's been a... a, It's been a couple of weeks, guys. If you'd asked me when we recorded the last episode, that long one, uh, with Aaron and and all the guests, if you'd asked me then, uh, is World War III about to happen, I would have said, eh, insofar as it's always about to happen, yeah, it's about to happen. Uh, obviously now we're significantly closer and, uh, that's upsetting. So, uh, if that's kind of hitting you as hard as it's hitting a lot of folks, including me, um... You know, know that there are things that you actually can do, tangible things to help out, Uh, donating to humanitarian causes, um, supporting organizations, uh, and also just uh, helping to raise awareness around what is happening. I think most people are aware, they understand, um, well, I was going to say they understand why. I don't really know if anyone understands why, but uh, thankfully at least this isn't a highly politicized thing outside of Russia um, unlike say like the trucker convoy where you might need to correct some uh, misunderstandings but uh, um, yeah it's a it's definitely a thing that's weighing on a lot of folks and if that's you I feel that uh, I, I definitely definitely feel that um, I'm going to be back next week don't have a plan right now but feel free to message me I'm always interested to hear what people want to want to hear me drink and talk about, especially if there's a hot sauce involved Uh, in just a minute. This episode will end. And if you are listening on the podcast player of your choice, you will once again hear the delightful music of the Curry brothers pride of Gravenhurst, Ontario. Don't forget, look them up on Bandcamp. The, uh, the 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 song in question our our thematic music is link ray gun off of the we are the curry brothers album it is available on Bandcamp. check them out download the album please support support local music in general and support them in a special uh, especially if you like sort of lo-fi sci-fi surf rock it's real good stuff that whole album is a banger so check them out and many thanks to the curry brothers for the use of their music other than that you know the deal i'll be back here in seven days take care of each other be good to each other and uh yeah we'll see you then